All right, here we are. We're at the Saturn Uranus Square. It is the 24th of December, 2021. I don't know about you, but man, I feel a whole lot lighter now that that square has finally formed exact. Welcome to the Awake Space. I'm Lori Rivers, your host. And this is going to be a little different episode. And I'm also going to explain why things might feel just a little lighter now that the square has formed. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to give a heads up on 2022 because it's right around the corner. And I want to keep your eyes out on December 31st. There's a little interesting shenanigans going on on Christmas Eve day. So I'll bring that up in the podcast too. But I, for one, feel like a very accomplished astrologer as we move forward into the next steps and the next things. So join me and enjoy the holiday music in the background. That's for me as much as you. Well, I'm going to just say, I really do feel like an accomplished astrologer. I've been warning all year long to be prepared for the end of 2021 because there was severe weather coming east of the Rockies mostly. Um, I said that the Northwest would be wet with one or two snowstorms and it looks like one of those snowstorms is forming for Christmas, for a white Christmas. Although if you've lived in the Northwest, mm, that's sometimes not as fun as you might think. There's a reason I live in Southern California. And even though uh, we're getting a downpour of rain, I'm kind of happy about it. Um, Because it means we won't have a water crisis. It's not going to end our drought, but it is going to mitigate it. And that is a welcome story. Because those those reservoirs got really low. So this is going to buffer us just a little bit. And we're getting a snowpack. And that gives us a buffer too. So now that I live in most of the time sunny California, um, I'm, I'm very grateful for this rain. It means also that we had to cancel our Christmas plans. My daughter and son-in-law live about an hour away from me and the traffic would be insane. And it's not like in the Northwest when it rains and you can drive the speed limit unless it's, you know, sheet rain driving sideways. Um, There is a totally different kind of pavement and there isn't the same kind of drainage and the water stands, uh, you know, up on the pavement and people don't know what to do when it hydroplanes, you know, in the car. Um, boy, nothing like knowing how to drive in the rain around people who don't, because it does not necessarily give you an advantage (laughs) as people are like putting their brakes on when they're hydroplaning and you're like, no, no, no. (laughs) Oh Lord, don't put your brakes on when you hydroplane, just don't. But anyway, um, so uh, do I feel sad? Not really. Not really. 
Um, I've always kind of held the thing with my kids is if it's not safe or if it's going to be even, you know, an, an inconvenience or stressful, let's not meet on the day. We can do it a different time. Uh, we probably, we're going to play video games. You know, we can do that. We can, we can connect on a game and we can play and talk on the phone and, you know, both have a hot toddy and make fun of each other and have a good time and laugh that way too. Um, I'd rather they be safe. And with Omicron spreading, it's probably just as well. Um, you know, I, I know there's people who say, you know, it could be your last Christmas. Well, shit, or you could give it to somebody and that could be their last Christmas. I don't know. I like erring on the side of caution. And I feel accomplished. I know a lot of people were ready because of the information I gave. Um, I had so many beautiful letters from clients this year. Um, People who feel more safe and secure in an uncertain world. And, you know, it's always uncertain. We're never guaranteed anything in life. But to know that you've helped people navigate some really challenging times, that is a really good feeling. And today, I got this letter. I normally don't cry when I get the the congratulations, you know, you were right emails. I run about 87% correct, you know. I know I'm a good astrologer. But sometimes there's a subject that means so much to somebody that it's nerve-wracking to do the reading. And this one was for someone going through IVF treatment. And when they brought it up, you know, they hadn't put it in the client notes or I would have sent them an email saying, hey, I, I can't guarantee accuracy on that. And they, they knew. They were just wanting to know. And, um, and I said, well, you know, this is a tricky thing. You know, pregnancy is tricky. Sometimes it shows up as clear as day. And sometimes, you know, you think it is when you look at the transit. But it ends up being puppies or kittens, you know. It, it, uh, you know, there's all kinds of ways these things can transpire. And since they were going through IVF, it made it a little bit easier to predict. And so um, I said, you know, they asked about a date. They wanted to know the date. And I said, well, you know, what time? Because it was going to make a difference um, on a lunar transit. And they gave me the time. And I said, well, if you do it just at that time, it's better than if it's, at a later time in the day. And I give you maybe a 60% chance of this working. If it doesn't work or, you know, or the pregnancy doesn't continue, you have a really good shot later on, you know, in 2022. There's some good timing as well. And um, they said, you know, my doctor said exactly the same thing. They said I had a 60% shot. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I just, I kept saying she when it came to the embryo. And and I was like, I don't, I said, this isn't really in the astrology. I mean, it could show up as a she this way. And I gave the astrology. 
I said, but, you know, intuitively, I just really feel strongly this is this is a girl. I said, you know, and obviously there's a 50-50 chance. And the client laughed and said, you know, they get, they know the gender of the embryo and, and they were going to try with the girl. And I was like, oh, wow. It was really, I said, well, on an intuitive level, if I'm picking it up that strongly, then then I feel more secure in my analysis. Well, I don't know how long ago that reading was. I think it was a week or two ago, maybe more. <laughs> I really, I read so many charts, but I got the email tonight and it worked. Her IVF worked and the baby's due in August. And you know, I think that's my favorite reading of 2021 because I've held the hands of people with terminal illnesses Um, not asking for when they were going to pass. They were just looking at quality of life and timing and energy. And I've walked people through grieving and the loss of loved ones and illnesses and tragedies all year long. And to end my year, it's not done yet, but you know, but pretty much to end my year, on somebody having some really good news. Man, that felt good because it's been a long year. (laughs) It's late and I'm getting emotional. But it's been a really long year. It's, It's a fine line walking between warning people and scaring them. And I never want to scare you guys. And when I think something's important, um, and I'm looking at all the probabilities and all the possibilities of what can happen, and I'm trying to, you know, I know my very worst case scenarios rarely happen, just like the very best case scenarios rarely happen. It's usually somewhere down the middle. But trying not to freak people out who are already scared and try to offer some hope and the silver linings and yet be practical. And then watching collectively, not individually, you know, and certainly not my clients or, you know, my patrons. You know, you guys have your heads screwed on straight. But watching people, you know, try to act like there isn't anything going on in the world. I'm like, look at the weather. Look look at COVID. There's a lot going on and we need to keep our eyes open and we need to be aware and um, trying not to scare young people, especially, you know, um, trying to give some hope and let them know that they didn't do anything wrong and their lives aren't on pause or not doing what they were raised to think would happen because they did anything wrong or, you know, that's why I started my blog in 2020. I was on Reddit and young person after young person in their 20s or late teens were thinking they were failing because they were struggling through a pandemic. The likes we have never seen as a species, like, I don't know what people don't get. This has never happened on this scale before. And so, like, not only, you know, you can blame all the leaders all over the world, but we've never been here before. 
you know, we could have all the plans in the world and good minds and scientists could have had lots and lots of different plans. Almost all of those plans depended on everybody doing their part. And for those of us who have been the person leading a group project, we know that doesn't happen. Right? And as the meme says, when they say avoid it like the plague, well, we know that they didn't avoid it like the plague. Um, I, I had somebody today ask me, um, is this like the 1918 flu, like astrologically? And I went, well, there's some indicators, but really it looks like the plague. Looks like the bubonic plague, the Black Death. There's a lot of similarities in the astrology. And they were like, oh God. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so it was a long ramble to say, God, today, yesterday felt good getting that letter. Um, I needed good news too. Um, I, I, I wrote a really long forecast for the moon in Virgo for patrons and on, uh, for the Astro Adventures on the blog. Um, it's the same forecast, but um, I wrote a long one because as much as the energy of 2022 is very different than the energy of 2021, it won't be as growth oriented. We're going to kind of coalesce some of those lessons. But you have to remember the Saturn Uranus square isn't just done today. It formed exact on 1224. In fact, exact as the moon moved into Virgo. That's kind of significant. Yeah, that's 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 some grounding energy. It's something I urge all of you to do is look back at how much you've grown this year because squares are about growth. They're about creativity because creativity doesn't happen without pressure. It just doesn't. Have you ever noticed if you're a creative person that you kind of get an itch, you know, like maybe you feel like cooking and you're just like, damn, I really want those cookies. That's pressure. It's an itch. You got to scratch. Um, maybe you just feel absolutely compelled to make a hat or draw a, a, a picture or, you know, it's not just inspiration. Like sometimes you're under pressure. Maybe you've been feeling low and all you can do is sing or talk it out, write a poem, write a story. It takes pressure like even diamonds and other precious gems or semi-precious gems, crystals, they're formed under pressure. And man, have we been under pressure in 2021. Now, the biggest pressure is felt when the square is approaching. And much like a hurricane, once the square is exact, it's kind of like being in the eye of the storm. It, you don't feel the pressure in the same way. And it's usually where the solution starts to brew and build and you start feeling the possibilities 
And when the square separates, there's a very large release of energy. And that is what we're going to feel in January. Because the square will still be active. It'll just be in separation. As Saturn moves forward in its journey through Aquarius. And then in mid-January, when Uranus stations direct, a whole lot of energy gets unleashed. So... Like I said, for me, I feel like it's been a year well done. I'm tired. <laughs> and I am so glad I gave myself Christmas and Christmas Day off. You know, you might say, well, of course you can. You work for yourself. Guys, I worked seven days a week from mid-June until late October. And then I mostly worked six days a week. Um, but I had a few makeup reads. So, oh, God, am I tired. <laughs> um, it's a good tired now. I, I, I was pretty rummy towards the end until last week. Um, it was a lot of energy to expend. But when I look at what we've built this year, and I mean we, I mean, it wasn't just me giving information. Your guys' support is so amazing. Um, that anybody really wants to listen is amazing. I spent so many years warning people that this time was coming, and I just looked crazy, you know. It didn't stop me. I just warned in different ways. But the people I thought were closest to me, some of them listened, some of them didn't. And so here we are. Thank God most of us made it, huh? <laughs> so COVID is going to continue to expand, guys. I really want you guys to be careful. Um, please wear your masks. Like, you know, vaccinations, yes, but please wear your masks. I don't think Omicron's the end of it. And, um, yeah. So there's some of that coming up. Um, I will talk about 2022 a little bit here because, um, it's a really interesting year. It, again, it's not the ups and downs and the roller coaster of 2021. Not at all. Um, it's almost like a shrouded labyrinth. Like we're kind of moving through a haze. I think, I think it subtle it settles in on us mostly due to weather. Um, some of it COVID, unless the World Health Organization or the CDC declares COVID as an airborne disease. Um, I think widespread lockdowns in the United States is is not really going to happen. I think we'll see other countries maybe lock down. Um, but in the United States, no, I don't think so. Um, I, I just don't think they will, again, unless they declare it an airborne disease. They do that, 
then because of the way regulations for HVACs work, then we'll see much wider returns to remote working and, and virtual schools. I do think we're going to see more people resign from their jobs. I think people are tired of being used as pawns and um, having their health put at risk. I also believe we will see um, we will see the healthcare system overburdened, and that may cause some stronger restrictions, especially in places like New York and Los Angeles, um, just because of resources and resource allocation. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be really fascinating on that. And that may be an announcement we get over Christmas Day. Um, there's certainly going to be travel uh, travel issues, if not... I don't know about restrictions. We'll see. I don't think so, like on an official level. Um, but there's certainly going to be travel delays. It could be weather um, certainly with, with the crazy weather hitting them. West coast, um, it's, it's certainly been rainy down where I live. And again, I welcome it because man, we needed it. Um, so if you are traveling, um, just take more time. I had one client <laughs> who made sure they were out today on the 23rd instead of traveling on the 24th. And I was like, well, you're getting out by the hair of your chinny chin chin. And they're like, I've been paying attention. Um, so, you know, don't think for a second that I don't weigh all of my words very carefully because I know people can take things very literally. Um, they weigh my words heavily. Um, I've been in a position where I've had influence over um, with an audience in the past, and so I, I choose my words very carefully. You may wonder why I'll speak slowly, um, why I say um so much, uh, and uh. It's because I'm thinking and I'm considering the words I say to make sure they're the right words. I take that responsibility very seriously. And what I want for everybody to be is as happy and healthy as possible. I just want people to have good lives, as good a life as possible. And defining what good is, is up to you. So I just try to give you the information in the best possible way I can. Without owning your outcomes you know just basically hey i'm gonna deliver this do what you will with it so for all of you who've been listening since we started the podcast all of you who've been patrons over time whether you subscribe or not anymore um to those of you who support me um as a helper as a moderator just your encouraging words. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, I think my best present this year is just sitting here. I cleaned my house. <laughs> I cleaned my apartment. It smells good. Um, 
just sitting with a sense of peace, just a sense of peace and well-being, very satisfied and ready for what's coming up next. Once again, before we go to the next segment, thank you. Just thank you so much for such a very beautiful, even though it was stressful year. So your support has meant the world to me. So before I talk about 2022, I want to talk about Christmas Day. Um, Christmas Day, Venus meets back up with Pluto. And Venus is retrograde. Um, The two planets are in Capricorn. Now, this is just the transits. These are the moving planets. A lot of times people are confused between um, what is a natal planet and what is a transit. Your natal chart is static, okay? That chart you make on astro.com or astroseek or time passages or whatever you're doing, it is a static slice of time and space, okay? The transits are the current movements of the celestial bodies and calculation points. So those those are the, the current planetary energies. And when they make aspects, it means um, the transiting planet is making um, a relationship to the natal planet, okay? And that that's some of that energy we feel. And so on Saturday, Venus is conjunct Pluto again. And this is asking us to really review our value system at a core level, at a societal level, at a cultural level. What is our foundational security? We're kind of having fights over that in our society. There are people who are like, it's my right to be free. And when I was a young person and we were learning about our rights, I was taught that my rights exist but not at the exclusion of other people's, okay? Obviously, there are many people my age who did not have as good a teacher. I never ever pretend that people my age are saints (laughs) because I went to school with those people. Um, Some of them are right old assholes and guess what? They were when they were young too. Um, that's for my younger listeners who have parents my age. <laughs> so, um, I, I know, I know exactly what my compatriots can be like. I know what I can be like. But yeah, so we're looking, we're looking at revising our values and understanding what makes us feel secure. A lot of people are going to be feeling really insecure. And I don't mean insecure as in small dick energy. I mean insecure financially, insecure um, culturally and socially. There's, it's a time to make new traditions. Again, um, this may be that my kids and I decide instead of fighting with holiday traffic and all of that, if we're not living near each other, we're going to play video games. That might be our new Christmas tradition. And then we meet up the first week of January when there aren't as many crowds. That could be a great plan. Um, you know, it's here I am 
and by myself. Now, this would have terrified me as a young person. But here I am, sitting on my own, with my dog next to me, listening to a storm rage outside my window, listening to jingle bells on YouTube. And I'm happy as a freaking clam. I don't feel lonely or left out or alone. I feel cozy and safe and warm. Although, I want you guys to hear this storm. It is, like, really nuts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up. I'm going to come over here. I'm taking on my porch. I'm opening up the blinds. That's what that sound is. And listen to this. This is Christmas Eve in Southern California. Goodness sakes. I'm south of LA, north of San Diego. Goodness sakes. Sounds like sounds like a good old-fashioned uh, Pacific Northwest Christmas, except I know you guys are possibly getting some snow. Um, I don't know, it kind of makes me nostalgic listening to the rain. <laughs> And I remember when my grandpa used to say, well, Santa's going to need a boat this year. And I'd be very concerned because of the reindeer. But I was always assured that the reindeer would be inside the boat. <laughs> oh, so, um, we're, re we're renewing traditions. Stop hanging on to the past. The past wasn't always a golden era. And those traditions haven't always been there, you know. Things change. Families change. Circumstances change. I've been urging people to know um, and make networks of small groups of people. You know, four or five people you get along with really well, connect with. Um, some people call it a pod. I've been talking about this since, you know, I don't know, maybe 2015. I talked about it as a business coach, too, because I've always been an astrologer. I just got tired of being called crazy. And then I didn't care. Boy, that was the best decision ever, not caring. Because when you guys are okay with me doing an unfiltered podcast, non-edited, and I'll worry, like, on the... That Gemini Moon podcast, man, I almost deleted it. I was afraid I was taking you guys down a rabbit hole. But it was so authentic. And I thought, man, it's a good teaching tool. If they listen to the last part of it where I walk them up. Um, but then I go, oh, what if they don't? What if it just makes them feel bad? You know, I, that my poor Libra Moon was going at sixes and sevens. And then I got all these messages of how it helped people. And that felt really good. Follow your intuition, folks. Sometimes it sounds crazy, but it just might work. So we're redoing our traditions and we're creating new ones. And this is giving us a time to think and consider about what makes us feel secure, what's valuable, how we carry on in our lives, what we do in our lives that matters. 
what, what, what responsibilities do we value? What ambitions do we value? Whose ambitions do we really possess? Are they really ours? Or do they belong to somebody else? These are all things we're considering. I've probably said this before on some episode or another, but did you know that consider, the word consider means with stars. It's an astrological word. With stars, with the guidance of the stars. That's pretty cool, isn't it? As we consider what is important to us at a foundational level, what matters the most. Not rhetoric, not dogma, but getting right down and dirty and knowing what matters to you. Not was it what was imposed on you by family or traditions or society or the media. And trust me, the media is going to have a whole lot to be responsible for because the way they message pushing the trauma, pushing the depression, pushing, pushing, pushing for something wrong to be there for all of us instead of talking about how we could adapt and innovate and change. Because we have all of those potentials and possibilities ahead of us. Being realistic can be a positive thing too. It doesn't always have to be negative. When people say, oh, well, be realistic, they never mean it in a positive way. They're like, well, what could go wrong? Well, what could go right? What if it doesn't work? What if it does? We have Mars and Sagittarius right now. I have it natally. Without that amazing optimism, I wouldn't be alive. And I've always had it. Because, you know, when I was born, I was born really sick. I had to have a life-saving operation when I was 11 days old. And I don't know, I was about five years old. And my mom, I was asking about the scar on my tummy. And my mom, and I've probably told you guys this before, but my mom, um, she was telling me the story. And she said, and the doctors told me you had an 80% chance of dying. And I did the numbers because 100% minus 80%. Is 20%. I could do that kind of math in my head. I wasn't doing percentages. I was like, okay, 100. All right. It was like 10. Take away 8. That's 2. Put the 0. Because my dad had shown me that. I was like, mom, what about the other 20%? That was pretty good. Why didn't you think about that? And my mom just kind of looked at me funny. And she was like, well, I, I don't know. I was like, well. 20% is better than nothing. So thank God I always had that attitude. Because when things came to my awareness, and I was sad, and I didn't feel good, I would always say, you know, it's got to be better than this. And that's how I made it through a whole hell of a lot. So... It's going to be better than this, okay? And it can be amazing in spite of this. Like, the last couple of years aren't even close to my worst years of my life. Not even close. Not even in the top 20. In fact, 
they're in the top 20 of my best years. Even though things are far from normal. And yeah, if there wasn't a pandemic, I honestly, I'd be having live events and um, we'd be having so much fun, but we will. There's time. We'll do that someday. And that someday probably isn't that far away. I think things will be pretty under control by 2025. That's where the astrology looks pretty good for it. It's not going to be taken care of in 2022. And there's going to be a lot of confusing messaging around this. You know, Jupiter goes into Pisces. Neptune is in Pisces. Um, there's just going to be a lot of bad messaging around the pandemic. Please wear your masks, no matter what anybody says at this point. We will see an expansion of COVID. Um, Jupiter goes into Pisces on the 28th of December. And on the 31st of December, Christmas Eve day, I did a, I did an astro alert for this on TikTok. Um, the moon and Mars will be conjunct at 3 p.m. Eastern and 12 noon Pacific. And normally, the, I, I would expect to see more contention or problems in the evening, like for New Year's celebrations. Um, but one thing I know about Mars and Sag, especially since I have it natally, is an unconscious Mars, okay, is <laughs> very reactive in Sagittarius. Uh, when I was a kid, I was kind of hit first. Like, not as a little kid, but like, say, preteen, I was a hit first ask questions later. I was so done. There was a lot of anger that was unacknowledged, you know, being very traumatized um, and not able to kind of voice it or what have you. I was highly reactive. And um, I was pretty reactive up until my late 20s. Um, Not not for everything, but well, no, I I was known for having a really bad temper. (laughs) I didn't always hit had a very sharp tongue um, and uh, did not back down. And I am not a big person. I can tell you having <laughs> a very reactive temper when you're tiny is probably not the best thing in the world. Um, and so with that moon and that Mars together, it's going to be very reactive. We're going to see people acting out. We're going to see probably some really bad car accidents due to speed. Um, maybe some international travel incidences or some aggression overseas. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Russia, Ukraine will hot up. Um, I hope not. I hope not. Um, I do think that if Russia does try to start things with the Ukraine, it's not going to go very well. Um, I don't think it's going to start World War III. I just really don't see World War III. Just don't. I see possible regional conflicts. I don't think anything's going to last real long because we do have a pandemic. Um, we have climate change. We have a lot of stuff getting in the way. Um, and we're moving, like I said, we're in new territory now. We're in territory we haven't seen as a species at least not in any written history. And so I 
I just don't think we're going to see the same old, same old scenarios. I don't think we're going to see bank failures. I think we'll see some corporate failures. But really what I see is corporations breaking back up again. I talked about it on the live stream last night about that. You know, when the blue chip companies start breaking up without being made to break up, they are getting small, uh, you know, they're refining, they're they're making themselves sleeker and, and more nimble to navigate interesting times. Um, so that's coming up. So just keep your eye out on the news um, on December 31st, and I will have the New Year's Eve forecasts up, um, like on the 29th. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to yawn, um, just because it's what three three thirty, but um, in the morning. But I will have to get up tomorrow. Ha <laughs> ha. Um. Yay. Um. Yeah. So that's to the end of the year. And I'll be writing forecasts on Patreon, as always. Moving into 2022, things look kind of interesting. Um, it, it doesn't start easy. Let's put it that way. It just doesn't start easy. The first week of the month is going to be pretty contentious. Um, again, COVID, I think, is going to be up front and center. I think we're going to see a lot of political stuff. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's looking a little wild and woolly. I do not see a civil war in America's future. Um, I think what I see is people trying to foment one and get one started. I just, I just don't see it being successful at this stage. Um, you know, as much as one side is bragging about, you know, military members, supporting that faction well i happen to know there's military factions who support our constitution so there we go and i just i just don't see it likely um the pluto return for the u.s uh, revolution in february i don't think is going to be what a lot of astrologers are making it out to be um, but I do want to remind you, I wrote an article about that on my blog. Make sure you go read that. You're going to, um, well, we'll see. I'll link it in the description. Make it easy for you. Um, I think we have a constitutional crisis coming up. I think we're not going to see spring. I think it's going to be extremely wet, um, throughout 2020, um, up until, maybe June, July, um, which is going to play havoc on crops. So I'm going to tell you, keep growing your own food as much as you can, even if it's salad greens or mustard greens or herbs or whatever. You can always trade with people. Um, I'm going to be doing a follow-along container gardening um, and gardening with the moon that you guys can follow along with me keeps me accountable to doing my own gardening and uh, I'll be using these grow bags that I bought they're pretty cool you can do like root vegetables in them and they're not very big so you'll see even in a, with limited space you can grow plenty of things um, if you have outdoor gar garden you can do 
you know, bigger, more intensive gardening, but I'm going to show how much you can do even in a small space and with containers. Um, I used to, I, I went, I call it lazy gardening, <laughs> mostly because my back was hurting and I wasn't getting as much help as I needed as my kids got older and my spouse wasn't as interested and there I was gardening for the family and man, I got tired. So I went to container gardening on the porch and I was getting pretty good yields. I mean, we had everything from squash and strawberries and blueberries and all kinds of things on the porch. So, um, cucumbers, you know, you can grow a lot of things, healthy food. So, and you can talk to your neighbors and see how that works. But anyway, that is all I'm going to say. I'm going to go over the astrology of 2022 on the 26th of December. And if you're a patron, I've got the code in uh, the horoscopes to save 77 bucks on that class. You can get it for 20 bucks. That code is good through the 24th of December. And that means till almost midnight, you know, um, Pacific. So make sure you go into your Patreon, read your emails and use your code. Um, I'll live stream at some point on the 24th. If you catch me live, I'll ask me for the code. I'll give it there. Otherwise, patrons, you got it. Um, speaking of patrons, let's do a Patreon shout out. Because without the patrons, this podcast doesn't happen. And uh, it's to them I owe a deep, deep gratitude. Oh, my very, very favorite part of the podcast. Patron shout outs. Um, I don't know if we'll hit 300 or not, but man, we're close. Um, we're six away. We're six away. So we've got Tiho, Michaela, Sarah, uh, let's see, Carla, Kelly, Emil Carr, Tafari, Alina, Lori, Ingrid, Karen, Monica, Natalie, Alicia, Miriam, Sarah, uh, Jay, Stacy, Bree, Rachel, Bambi, Jasmine, Tammy, Kristen, Cece, Laura, Alyssa, Bianca, Stevie Nitz, Hadza, Sherry, Riley, Charlotte, Dana, Denise, Sabrina, Shelby, Lizette, Jackie, Layla, Molly, and Nora. Big thank you to everyone. Uh, because of you, you make this possible. Super, super excited um, for everything you've done and everything you do. The Discord is hopping. I know a lot of you are lurkers there, but I want to encourage you to post your comments, join in on the fun. Um, it's really not clicky. Um, you just got to jump in. Um, I don't know who's lurking and when. I can't see you there. So, you know, we've got um, we've got all kinds of places you can post. And uh, we have, I look forward to meeting you. So if you haven't introduced yourself or jumped in on the conversation, please do. Um, I like to hear everybody. I'm going to be also, for you patrons... 
I'll be dropping a link into Patreon. So make sure you're watching your emails on Christmas Day. Sometime after 12 noon on Christmas Day, I'm going to put in a Zoom link and you guys can join me on Zoom for a holiday open house. It's not celebrating anything other than making room for people to come and hang out. That's it. Um, You know, uh, have a hot toddy. Yeah, it'll be in the middle of the day, but it's Christmas. And enjoy, because um, I'll probably also be doing some writing and getting ready for um, the class, the workshop, the seminar. And remember, patrons, you have your special discount. But the Discord has been hopping, and if you need a place to vent, we have the Holiday Venting Chamber. Um, Everybody's welcome there um, to give support and gain support. Um, I know the holidays can be hard. I had plenty of times where I didn't feel like celebrating. And I've had other years where they were really good. And this year, I don't know. It just feels really good. So thank you, patrons. Without you, um, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So I appreciate you all. And I look forward to moving into 2022 with you. So um, once again, my deepest thanks. And if you're not a patron, why not? Make sure you check the link in the description. And um, all patrons get to come hang out with me. Um, You can ask questions. I'm probably not going to do a lot of astrological teaching. I'll answer some questions. But this is time to to hang out, get to know each other, kind of chit-chat. Not really a class, just more of a holiday social time. So I look forward to seeing you on Christmas Day. Well, I feel like a very lucky woman. On some timeline, in some space, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, as a young woman struggling and battling to try to find a grip on any kind of healing path she can grab. At 25, life falling apart, she did everything right, did everything they told her to, and the pain was just excruciating and answers were hard to find. And she found astrology. Or it found her. (laughs) And if you would have told that young lady that she'd be sitting here having peace in every cell of her body, as the world fell apart, she wouldn't have believed you. Because, you know, that's the one thing I wanted most. I didn't even know what happy was, so I didn't even try for it. Um, I just wanted to feel peace. I was so torn up inside. There was so much rage and pain and outrage and fear Um, all I wanted to do was feel peace. That was it. It's good. 
It's really good. (laughs) That's all I can say. And I'm excited that you guys want to learn more than just astrology from me. You want to learn the other metaphysics and the other um, trainings I've had, you know, from resiliency building, um, which isn't just being strong. It's about how to self-determine, self-actualization. That's what I've spent my life doing for me. And I I didn't do it because I'm special. I did it because I'm human and human beings are wired to do this. Um, and everybody has their own way. And astrology is just, to me, kind of the best tool to kind of shortcut the process. And if I can help more people navigate these very, very fascinating times we're walking through and gain a sense of self and mastery of self, well, that's a job well done. It's kind of like the way I started the podcast. When I can help people get information that gives them hope, or at least helps them know what's up. I mean, I've had to deliver some bad news this year too that was accurate. And people still thanked me because, you know, they already kind of knew when they asked the question, they're like, hey, could you look at this? <clears throat> and I was like, and, and believe me, I, I hold ethics very high. So there's things I won't talk about, but there were certain things. And depending on the client, I would answer and I'd say, well, I'd like to tell you differently, but I think your intuition is correct. Um, this is what I think the likelihood is, and I give a percentage, and they would say, thank you. At least I can prepare. And it helped them navigate a difficult time. That is satisfying. Not as fun as that lady's note. That, that was fun to know that that something, that wanted, that positive, that, that was cool. That made, that was my Christmas present. <laughs> and actually when I get young people telling me they've graduated and when um, I talk to a business person and they're excited because they're really taking off for the first time. And trust me, you know, not everybody who owns a business has money. In fact, a lot of us don't. Um, and are self-funded and are risking everything, blood, sweat, and tears. And, you know, when they come to me and they're like, hey, I need to make this move and I'm scared and I walk them through their talents and their, what they can feel confident in and what their timing looks like. And, and when they let me know it worked, oh, Jesus, it's awesome. That's my favorite. Because the more of us individuals who are just regular folks, who do better and do better financially, we lift other people up. We need to support one another because we're not going to be like Bezos and all those other asshats. We're going to, we need to be doing better. And if we can help each other, man, that changes the world. Even if it just changes it a little at a time. I'm okay with that too. So once again, Thank you. Thank you for walking through 2021 with me. Thank you for letting me be in my purpose. Thank you for wanting to learn. 
and thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Have a very, very happy holiday. And remember, patrons, you can hang out with me on Christmas Day. You don't have to be alone.